Welcome to the Photo Banter Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Gagne, and on today's podcast, I speak with photographer Billy Weiss. Billy is currently the manager of photography for the Boston Red Sox, where he both photographs and oversees the photography department and staff. In this interview, I speak to Billy about his experience covering the Boston Red Sox 2018 season that ended in a World Series victory. Beyond working for the Boston Red Sox, Billy has also worked with the New York Times, Getty, Franklin Sports, and Tufts University to name a few. Billy is a very talented photographer with a wealth of knowledge and experience, so I was excited to hear more about his work. I hope you enjoy it, and thanks so much for listening. All right. Well, Billy Weiss, uh, welcome to the podcast, man. Thanks for taking the time to do this, dude. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, definitely excited to talk to you after the World Series champion Red Sox 2018. So definitely excited to talk to you about all of that. Um, but I guess to start off, I was kind of curious, like where you grew up and like what are kind of your earliest memories of photography? Yeah, totally. So I grew up uh, outside of Baltimore, um, in the suburbs of Baltimore, and um, kind of started with photography in high school, you know, casually took some uh, some photo classes in high school in the dark room and really loved it and didn't necessarily think that it would lead to a career at that point, but just kind of enjoyed it more than the, the maths and the sciences and Englishes, <laughs> as you can tell. So, um <laughs> Yeah, and that's kind of how it started. And my dad gave me one of his old uh, film cameras. I think it was a K1000 Pentax. Oh, oh yeah. Um, so kind of the classic beginning to the... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to man. Everyone group. everyone starts there. What were you kind of shooting when you first even just picked it up? Was this kind of... Was it always sports for you? Or no, definitely not. I just... I mean, at that point, it was just kind of learning... Um, you know the ins and outs of it so i didn't really have a, a purpose to to what i was shooting it was really just whatever they assigned me for whatever my teacher assigned me in high school i went out and did it and looking back it wasn't great stuff but you yeah. know i think about those days a lot like when i first started out because i started shooting film mm-hmm. and the amount of film i burned through just to figure out your mistakes it's just funny to think about like kids nowadays all they just needed memory card and they can just keep going like yeah. when, you, when i first started out i was shooting like this 35 drive it to cvs get the little prints and your negatives mm-hmm. and it's just, it's wild now yeah um i still have those contact sheets and i look through them every once in a while and probably seven or eight out of ten frames are useless you know and yeah. i think it's important to, to at least learn on film at, at some point in in your life or in your career yeah definitely i i can't get i have like I feel like I have like every negative I've ever shot. Like I, I'm like I'm not really a hoarder with anything, but with the film, I just like I can't get rid of it. Even yeah. if it's like crappy photos. You gotta save it. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. Um, but I guess like when did you kind of start taking it more seriously? Did you ended up studying photography in school or mm-hmm. anything like that, or how did that work? So I didn't have a photography major in school. There was there was no major offered, but um, I was a communications major in college and um, really kind of got serious about it when I joined the student newspaper at my at my college and that kind of got me out shooting every day and, and shooting regularly and kind of shooting with a purpose. Um, so that's kind of when I thought, okay, maybe this can be some sort of career. I didn't know exactly what direction it would, it would go in, but that kind of gave me like a sense of purpose or direction with photography rather than just kind of like aimlessly shooting whatever I could find. That's cool. And you went to school here in Boston or? No, I actually went to a, a small liberal arts school called Goucher college, which is outside of Baltimore. Okay. Um, it's, probably 14 or 1500 students so a really small place but i loved it and uh you know 
gave me some good opportunities. That's cool. So you ended up majoring, like you said, in communications mm -hmm. and what they just had little photo classes. Yeah, they had a couple of photo classes. Most of them at the time were only were darkroom. I think I only took like one or two digital classes. Um, so, you know, it wasn't like a photo heavy school, um, but I tried to make the best of it and shoot what I could on campus and, and work from there. That's pretty cool. And I guess like once you got out of school, what did you think you were going to do? Like, uh, I mean, obviously you, I was looking, you, you did some stuff with the Baltimore Orioles, I mm -hmm. think. Um, mm -hmm. I guess once you got out of school, what was kind of your next step? Yeah. Well, during, um, during college, I had a couple internships, one at the Baltimore Orioles, like you said, and then one at the Baltimore Sun, uh, the, the daily newspaper there. And, um, those two experiences were really cool and kind of figuring out where which direction I wanted to take my career and um, was really fortunate that I, I was asked to work another season with the Orioles right after I graduated as a part-time like assistant role yeah um, and so that's what I did right after right after school and kind of at that point I had had two you know two baseball seasons under my belt so it kind of looked like my my path was going in the sports route or, or, or the baseball route and um and yeah so that's kind of you know solidified for me that okay like i want to be in sports somehow whether it's baseball or something else that's kind of what i that's wanted cool because like were you like a big baseball fan growing up or this kind of this worked out that way you kind of yeah i mean i played growing up i played all through high school and you know, I think every kid who plays dreams of, you know, has dreams of playing in the majors or, or, or a career like that. Obviously, that wasn't going to pan out. But, um, you know, it was cool to to stay involved in it in a different way. And growing up in, outside of Baltimore, you know, you always grew up watching the Orioles. So um, to be there at working for the team was a was a pretty surreal experience when I was 17 or 18 years old. Yeah. How'd that job come about? Because, like, did you have a portfolio of images when you kind of applied for that job? What, mm -hmm. what kind of stuff were you did you have in your book at that point yeah so i had a portfolio i really um it's funny i look back at that portfolio and i wonder like how on earth did i get that internship because i mean it wasn't it, it wasn't a strong portfolio i was really young and didn't didn't have a lot of experience shooting but um i guess i had a good interview and the team photographer todd uh you know gave me a great opportunity so i was lucky there that's cool what kind of stuff yeah. did they have you doing when you first started working with them it was a great internship because it's, it's not just like you're sitting at a desk like looking at photos you know you're actually out there shooting and documenting yeah. um everything that's going on with the team so whether it's the games or the community events or the player appearances um or any other of the marketing needs that the team has, you know, it's kind of doing a mix of, of everything. That's cool. And you also, you worked at the, the Baltimore sun for a little mm -hmm. while. Yeah. So that was a video internship, uh, the next summer and, um, completely non-sports related. It was a lot of news and features and, um, kind of daily beat type stuff. Um, and you know, again, just a great experience, a good way to learn some, some multimedia skills, um, apart from photo, um, and, you know, also just get exposed to different types of, you know, doing hard, more hard hitting journalism rather than your, you know, your sports. Yeah. yeah. And I see even now, like you do, besides the Red Sox, I saw even you just posted the other day, you'll do portraits for like Tufts University mm -hmm. and you'll do other types of events. Mm -hmm. Is it it's kind of fun for you to kind of switch it up and do different stuff? Yeah. I mean, from a creative standpoint, first of all, if you shoot you know 80 plus game, baseball games a year it can get a little repetitive so just creatively for my own sanity I, I like to try and shoot um you know other other things whether it's portraits or events or you know uh, news or, or features but um you know it's also a, a benefit as a, as a freelancer to try and get some you know to get some gigs aside from the from the full-time job with the red sox yeah definitely because like how does that work because you work full-time for the red sox because i interviewed matt the other photographer yep. and he said you guys basically handle like 
basically Fenway. You'll photograph the events there mm-hmm. and kind of anything going on there pretty much. You're like the house photographer pretty yeah, much? pretty much the house photographer. So obviously we do all the, the Red Sox and the baseball side of things, but we also do the concerts and the special events like the football or hockey or, uh, you know, they've had a big air uh, snowboarding ramp and got crashed ice coming this winter. Damn. Which, yeah, it should be pretty wild. So they keep us pretty busy. There's always something going on at Fenway Park. So That's cool. Yeah. And then I guess you said you spent two years with the Orioles. What mm-hmm. was kind of your next step after that? So I always kind of knew, like, I wanted to get up to Boston. I like the city. Um, I got I got a lot of family up here. And always, as a baseball fan, grew up watching the Red Sox and, and loving Fenway Park. And uh, I actually met the then team photographer at the time uh, when he was down in Baltimore for a, for a game uh, between the Red Sox and the Orioles. And um, you know, we kept in touch over that winter. And um, they have a, they have a similar internship uh, uh, that the Orioles did. And um, I ended up applying and and was lucky enough to to get that internship and uh decided to to make the move up here and see what happens damn there's like yeah. no, no better place to be than fenway park man <laughs> it's pretty good yes yeah, as, as far as baseball goes it's about as good as it gets how many photographers did they have there when you started uh they had one full-time photographer and then a, a, an assistant who was there kind of a part-time um, basis and then you know several freelancers that kind of helped out um, from time to time that's pretty cool and i guess like once you kind of started working there um was it pretty much you're the shooting the games and this kind of everything or what kind of stuff were you, when you kind of got into that role did it differ a lot from the orioles or no it was pretty similar um kind of a, a carbon copy of of the orioles just different team different colors different uh stadium um so again a lot of the games and events and um you know heavy emphasis on the community stuff and um that year was 2012 so it was actually the 100th uh anniversary of fenway park okay um so there was all kind of festivities and people coming back and you know historical ceremonies for that type of stuff so do you feel like working at the red sox now do you when you kind of started there do you almost have to like research the history of the franchise and kind of because like you said they have every they'll have bring back old players do you feel like you need to like kind of i guess it, it helps to it helps to have a knowledge of of the history for sure at least on a surface level i mean you don't need to be the team historian yeah, but, yeah. um you know to know the key alumni and the key personalities and the key moments in the history of the red sox definitely helps you out um, yeah. and you know you as you spend more time there you you pick up on that stuff and you kind of learn it yeah. on a deeper level yeah that makes sense yeah because there's a lot of history with that franchise right <laughs> um and i guess now like when you because i look at all your photos you do you, you kind of have it's pretty amazing the access you get because you'll mm-hmm. shoot like obviously the games you gotta shoot all that stuff but you'll mm-hmm. shoot like spring training and you'll even shoot like the guys on their off days mm-hmm. um what are like most of the photos you're shooting with those guys being used for is it like website or what is it yeah it's a combination of, of a lot of things i mean our primary use is for our, our social media the red sox social media so um we work really closely with our marketing team and our social media team so we're you know sending them photos all the time and they're putting them up on facebook and instagram and twitter um, and then, yeah, as a secondary, you know, use the, the guys usually are, are into the photos and, and ask for the photos. So it's that, that kind of helps with your access, um, when they, when they kind of want the photos and want you to be there. So, um, it leads to some pretty cool access and yeah, I mean the unique, um, thing about being the team photographer versus working for a wire or a, or a newspaper is, is that you do have really that all access pass. So you can go anywhere on the field in the clubhouse. You guys, um, you guys waiting, are on the plane. On the plane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, within reason and you, you obviously have to, you know, pick your spots and be 
a little bit cautious with it, but yeah, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a nice, um, it's a nice ability to be able to, to do that. Um, and, and have the team support. Yeah. Did it kind of take you a while to get comfortable in that environment? Kind of like, cause obviously everyone shoots the games but when you're shooting more mm-hmm. of those kind of intimate moments, be it like maybe they're working out or even their off days, it mm-hmm. kind of, they take you a while to kind of build that relationship with those guys. Absolutely. It takes time and, um, it's a, it's an ongoing kind of ever going process. So, you know, it, just being there for the first couple of years, like I didn't really touch any of that stuff just cause you're still trying to kind of figure out the lay of the land and what you can do and what you can't do and where you can go and where you can't. And mm-hmm. as you're there over time, you kind of figure out you know the best the best situations to be in and um again like you said the relationships with the players is key so you you also build that over time and that helps you out yeah and you find that like each team because you've been there what seven years now yeah seven do you feel like each year is different like this the kind of the team like atmosphere like the personalities that kind of this the mojo i guess of like people yeah it's super interesting like 2013 we won the world series 2018 we won the world series two completely different teams completely different group of guys with different personalities and yeah so you know it's it's a it, the the group of people is is always changing and evolving and so you kind of also have to you know roll with the punches and kind of change with them um the one thing is this this particular group that won this year has been for the most part together for the last couple years with a few key additions Mm. at the beginning of this year but this this team's really come up together and they've been together for a few years so they gel really well with each other and also you know, I, I've known them for a while now. Yeah, you can tell through the photos, especially it seems like you've shot a lot with Mookie. This mm-hmm. It seems like you have like a pretty, you can just tell through the photos like you have like a genuine relationship mm-hmm. with these guys. It's not like, obviously these guys get photographed by other people too, yeah. but it kind of comes through with the photos that you do have a relationship with these guys. Um, but I guess like one thing I was kind of interested about, um, when you what's like a typical day look like for you if, you, if there is a game? How does mm-hmm. that kind of work? What's kind of your process? Sure, so a typical game, you know, starts at 7.05. I'm usually in there by 11 in the morning or noon um, and just kind of cleaning up uh, the edits from the night before, um, getting our blog posts out and and just making sure we've got all of our uh, requests from the night before all caught up with. Um, And then there's usually a series of events happening throughout the day. So whether a player is going to a hospital or a meeting with um, some kids in a doing like a baseball clinic on the field or, um, you know, speaking with little leaguers, uh, there's always, you know, kind of a couple things happening simultaneously. Um, and then batting practice usually starts around three, three thirty, And so I like to get down there most days and just kind of shoot around while the guys are hanging out kind of loose on the field. And then, um, getting set up in the photo pit and going up to, to media dining for dinner. And then it's, <laughs> and then it's pregame ceremonies and then the game. So it, it all happens quick and fast. And one thing flows right into the next. Yeah. Baseball. I mean, I never shot professional baseball, but I've shot like the Cape Cod baseball league for years. And I mean, there might be some similarities. The thing mm-hmm. I've noticed from shooting baseball players, they're so regimented. And the thing I never realized was like, Oh, there's a game at 7 PM. Those guys are there at like three o'clock and it's the same thing every day. Like they eat the same, they yes. do the same workout and it's this, repetition repetition regimented is the perfect word for it they are almost some of them are almost obsessive with their routine um and if something is off like you know they're gonna have a bad night and so like they're like some of the guys have routines like down to the minute you know and if and they they try and stick as closely to that as possible so it's a game of repetition for sure. It's yeah. It's, I remember like Nomar back in the day when he would get up to the plate. It, it was ridiculous because he had to yeah. like he had to mess with both gloves. He'd like tap tap, and it was like mm-hmm. this whole process. It's 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 really interesting. Everyone's different, like you said. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's crazy. But um, when you're shooting a game, what's kind of your normal, like, uh, for the gearheads, like, what's mm-hmm. kind of your kit usually if you're going to shoot a game? Yeah. Uh, so a night game, I'm usually on the 400 28, um, and then a 70 to 2 as well, and then a wide, whether it's a 24 to 70 or a 16 to 35, just depending on the night. Mm-hmm. Um, for the day games, sometimes I'll try and mix it up with, like, a 500 or a 600 or a 2 to 4, just something at F4, but with a little more oomph to it, um, just because you have the light. So, and get some different looks throughout the throughout a long season but usually it's the 472 and a 2470 do you have like a favorite time of year to shoot fenway because i would imagine that the light changes like it changes really quickly it changes month to month um usually like late july august um there's a period of a couple weeks where the light hits really nice on the players when they're warming up right before the game it's just beautiful golden light and it kind of floods the whole right field area and it's just like a perfect time to shoot and um that spills over into the first couple innings of the game and it's it's hard to beat mm-hmm. no, that's yeah. really cool and then you guys do some really cool like uh remote camera stuff mm-hmm. too is that something you do like at every game or you kind of just pick your spots when you're looking to try something different you no know, i'm envious of the of the team photographers who work in an indoor stadium with a catwalk because they can just set up a remote and kind of leave it there <laughs> but we've got to worry about weather and everything or else we would but we pick our we pick our spots um usually a day game with some good shadows or, or dramatic light is a is a good opportunity for us and we've got a couple spots that we uh that we go to for for hanging the remotes that's cool and then like how does it work because i know it's uh, you matt thomas and mm-hmm. i think you have some other people that work with you mm-hmm. um on each game is there how many photographers are shooting and how do you kind of divvy up like who's going to cover what is there like a plan in place like each game kind of yeah so matt's our staff photographer he did a fantastic job for us this year and uh you know going through a world series he uh he he battled through it all the way with us so that was a crazy year so we've got our staff photographer and then we um we have two photo interns every year uh, it's a great opportunity and we, we can go into that if you want but um usually we have two photographers on each game in the pits so one on first base one on third base and then we've got an intern um a so three total usually and the interns usually roaming around kind of trying to make different features and art from different areas that we can't get to since we're kind of locked into the pit um so you know a a run-of-the-mill game we have three photographers on big games like opening day playoffs we'll have four or five maybe even six wow yeah a lot yeah and then like are you guys shooting like wire wirelessly like is someone editing them on mm-hmm. the fly or is it you guys kind of download after the game or what's kind of your process yeah so editing? we actually we actually keep our laptops in the pit with us so we're editing as we as it goes um at least matt and i are um and you know it just we have a need to get the pictures out quickly for social media so um the laptop is a a good way to do that the the thing about baseball is you do have built-in breaks between innings and between batters and so you do have time to kind of do a quick edit yourself rather than you know doing the transmitter the transmitter and sending it to ftp yeah yeah. sometimes for the playoffs we will do that um just because we've got a lot more images coming through and you know the the need for the pictures is as asap so we'll have like a designated editor doing doing the edits but generally we will do the edits ourselves and it's a good way to stay afloat and not get buried when you have you know eight nine ten games in a row <laughs> yeah it's a lot you get your process and you kind of just got your routine exactly. i guess and what's like the, i would imagine it probably gets challenging to kind of keep like pushing yourself because you're shooting like the same stadium a lot mm-hmm. and the same players how do you how do you kind of continue like push it every year are you trying to find like different like uh perspectives in the ballpark is that something every year you're trying to like find a new way to kind of capture Fenway it's really hard I mean, <laughs> it, uh, you know I can't I can't lie it's it's hard to 
to do the same thing over and over basically you know not that i'm complaining but um it does get challenging and so i don't know i'm just trying to find like a different way to use maybe like using some external flash or some gels or Mm -hmm. um something to kind of just alter the scene a little bit rather than just you know shooting what i've shot a million times over and over again or or whether it's you know trying some different portraits with the guys or um like you said like the kind of behind the scenes stuff in the home or during an off day that that stuff kind of keeps me fresh yeah and with like the portrait stuff i was kind of curious because you'll do some cool stuff though they'll be like in the dugout kind of those stairs down there and you'll have some Mm -hmm. cool portraits are you like setting those up before the game are you kind of like just grabbing dudes real quick and shooting them or how do those usually kind of work it's a tricky uh delicate process like most of them i'm just like grabbing them real quick but it's in a situation where i know that i have a good chance of getting it so like during bp when they're going to be walking through that tunnel there the dugout like usually they have a few minutes where they're not really doing anything yeah um so that gives you a better chance but there are a couple shoots like the bigger portrait shoots that we do where we do you know plan it with our media relations team and and kind of have an advanced time and and have like more time to to go through it and we'd probably do that like five or six times a year and you guys do a, t- a big team photo every year we do that and you, that is so f- it's hard <laughs> it's hard and you guys do it really well because i think well you guys like stage it pretty much right yeah. um I, I, how long does that take to do because i i've done i mean i've done the cape cod baseball league no, it's it's nothing hard. like that it's the same thing it is hard yeah, it's, it's really hard um staging takes a you know solid five to ten minutes um just to get everybody in the right spot and we're lucky we do have help and um our media relations team kind of helps decide where exactly everyone's going to go so there's no real confusion they just know exactly where to go yeah um and then once they're in place the picture is really quick it's i mean literally five seconds like i i tell the guys like okay i need you guys smiling for five seconds and then we're done yeah because it's just hard to keep everyone's attention for that long and they've got a million things yeah, to people do start looking off and yeah, that's like, right out and it's like it's the hardest i've done it and you because you, you want everyone looking you want everyone smiling right. and it's like do you usually strobe it or you I, we do two strobes but i just fire away boom, like as boom, many boom. frames as i can and then if we need to like we'll take the liberty to photoshop eyes and stuff if they're close for the team photo just so we get everyone looking good you guys did a sick portrait this year i think it was for like your guys team magazine mm-hmm. it was really i think you shot portraits of like two of the players and it was retouched where the guy wasn't wearing mm-hmm. pants mm-hmm. and he was just wearing shirts that was like pretty amazing yeah so that was our graphic designer marissa uh, mclean who takes all the credit for that um she did a great job we <laughs> We, uh, it was tough to get these two guys. It was Mookie and JD, who are our two you know, best players this year and two mm-hmm. MVP candidates. So tough to get them both together at the same time. And finally we got them, but they didn't want to do it in pants. So they shot it in shorts. <laughs> and, and then we just thought it was a, it was a better, more professional look for them to to have pants on so i don't know how marissa did it but it was uh it was was amazing i I wouldn't even have known it was amazing retouching and you know one thing i was interested in talking to you about because obviously you do some really nice portraits and you'll shoot really good action your behind the scenes stuff um what do you think the key is to getting a good action photo like shooting the games because that's like a real skill because as you know the game's moving so quick you don't really know where everything's going to be what do you think the key is to like getting a good action photo yeah well there's kind of three three things that i look for the the first is like a clean background Mm -hmm. um so not a lot of ads in the background or or you know nets or busy kind of distractions in the background that gives the photo some impact um and then you know good good emotion is always is always a plus and kind of 
kind of gives your photos a little bit more oomph. Um, and then really just that peak action and it's kind of just being able to anticipate what's going to happen. And, you know, I shoot, a, I shoot a ton of baseball, so it's like, you know, you pretty much know what's going to go down. Um, but with any sport really just kind of having a feel for the game and, um, and trying to anticipate as best you can what's gonna what's gonna happen and what's your this is probably a real intricate question like what's your focus are you a back button focus guy or is that yeah so i use the af on button on the back it's so i just started using it like in the last you years like so good yeah it's good anybody who wants to shoot action or even if you shoot weddings mm -hmm. if you're trying to shoot the bride come down the aisle it's it's a game changer it totally is i think i switched like maybe four or five years ago and it was like all right i'm, it, I'm with this it's a little weird at first yeah. but then once you get used to it it's it's so much smoother yeah absolutely um yeah and then uh, one thing with you being that like uh you're kind of would you kind of say you're like a traditional photojournalist will you do a lot of retouching or editing to your photos or not so much or like what's your approach well well i wish i could say i was like a journalist i i i would be lying if i said i was you know i work in a marketing department yeah so um i'm in marketing and, and at least for the red sox and um so, but that being said, I chill, I still try and approach it with a journalistic approach or a journalistic view. It's storytelling, you okay. know, even if it is for, for marketing, mm -hmm. it's still storytelling. And, you know, like this year we had the story of the world series and the whole, the whole year leading up to it. Um, as far as retouching, there will maybe be two or three instances a year where we'll go for it, like the magazine cover or, you know, maybe mm -hmm. the team photo, a couple things here and there, but we try and avoid it as much as we possibly can. Yeah. But like day in and day out, like there's never any retouching. It's just a couple, you know, key pieces here and there that we need to do. No, I like it. And with the amount you're shooting, like you just don't have the time. <laughs> no time. Yeah. There's no time. And you know, it's all like, you're going to get more anyway. So it's, you don't really need to make everything like perfect. Yeah. And the one series you did, you did, like I mentioned it earlier, you photographed the players like on their day off i think you shot mookie and a couple mm -hmm. of the other guys was that like an idea you pitched or is that something like in-house that they wanted to do or how that kind of yeah no i i pitched the, the story it was an off day in new york city um which they were you know they had an off day before a series against the yankees and i just thought it was kind of cool you know big city kind of get into the live of, lives of the guys and see kind of how they live on a on a day off and it actually turned out to be pretty cool i really didn't have any sort of plan going into it i was just kind of like asking the guys like what are you doing and like either wouldn't get a response or would get a response and they'd be like hey i'm going here right now like do you want to go and i'm like sure so it just the day kind of was like organic and just kind of like happened one thing after the other it wasn't really a, a plan except for one or two things no it was really cool like anytime like like we were saying earlier like anytime you can just try something different like a different mm -hmm. photo because it, it's hard and not many people like have that access so it, those yeah. photos are i think those photos would be really cool to look at in like 10 20 years like with everything it, it'll just be interesting the clothes the buildings the you know everything will age and you, it'll be interesting to look back for sure yeah definitely and like being that you shoot like portraits and action do you have like a preference to one or the other is there one that you enjoy more you think or? I, i'm i'm enjoying portraiture right now just because it's a it's a creative break from the norm of action i think um i think when i was kind of learning and coming up like i just like thought like action was the greatest thing and being out in the game was like the greatest thing but as you do more and more of that you know at, at the red sox and other sports you know it's like 
you, you kind of get used to it and you get used to being in that environment. But I really like the, I really like the portraiture aspect of it and trying to, trying to keep up with it, do a little more. Yeah. You can take time to kind of like craft it a little yeah, bit more. Yeah. A little more thought goes into it. I feel like. Yeah. And you did a, you just did a cool series you posted on your Instagram the other day, I think for Franklin sporting goods. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like, it wasn't just Red Sox players. It was a couple of different, uh, teams. Um, how did that, uh, kind of project come together? Yeah. So actually, I mean, I met the, the Frank, the, the, the good people at Franklin through, through the Red Sox. Um, obviously the Franklin has deals with, you know, a bunch of players throughout baseball, including Red Sox players, uh, but, but also players on other teams. And, um, they kind of wanted to set up an agreement this year to shoot, uh, visiting teams as they came into, to Boston. Um, and so, you know, shot tons of action stuff and batting practice stuff. But then for a couple of the teams, we actually had like formal portrait shoots with, with, um, with their players. And, um, yeah, it was a nice. It was a nice way to get some some different personalities from the from the usual twenty five guys that we have here, and um, you know try try some different stuff. So got some got a couple of big name players. It was it was cool to cool to work with them for a few minutes. Yeah, who else did you shoot? Because you shot someone from Detroit. Yeah, so we had Miguel Cabrera, and we had Francisco Lindor from the Indians, and. Um, trying to think a couple other guys i can't remember it's all right the athletics guys yeah how many how much were those shoots like pretty quick how much time did you get with those guys with each player probably uh five to ten minutes max that's and that's that's par for the course in working in baseball or really in sports yeah definitely (laughs) i kind of like those shoots honestly though get it done and it's like you get what you get yeah you know just preparation 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 is key and then you did some cool photos. I think it was, I don't know, what was it for? You did, like, I think it was All-Star Game, and you did some cool colored gels, and then you actually, mm-hmm. it was like, I don't know, you were shooting, it had, like, stars on the dude's faces. Mm-hmm. Um, was, like, that kind of, like, a new thing for you, working with the gels and things? Yeah, so the gels I'd done before, but that was, I actually used a projector for those stars. Um, so kind of projected an image of the stars onto his face, uh, onto the profile of his face from the side. Um, and then simultaneously popped the strobes with the gels on them and kind of turned out cool. And I was also, a, um, a few of them, I did like a double exposure and the one exposure was, was slightly out of focus. So it gave it a little bit of depth and yeah, yeah it was a cool little series. I, I, I want to try and do more of that stuff with the projector. I think it's a, I think it's a exciting, uh, exciting thing. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. Keep, keep pushing it. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I guess I was really interested in talking to you being at the Red Sox just won the world series uh, a few weeks back. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess like going into this season, 2018, was there like a point when in the season you're like, oh, these dudes are gonna win it? Did you kind of get a feeling, or were they because they were kicking ass pretty much? Like, yeah, the whole way. I mean, they, they were the best team in baseball the whole way through this year, and there was really no question about it. Um, I think it was different from 13, where that kind of had a, you know, maybe a, a higher purpose to it with the with the marathon bombing and everything that happened that year. Yeah, um, this was just a really good team, and they were good the whole way. Um, I don't know if there was a certain point that I knew, but I think uh, for sure once we beat Houston and we in the ALCS and we beat them so you know easily, it was like all right, there's no way we lose this. Yeah, this no, it was an amazing series, and so that was your second World Series yeah. shooting. Yeah, um, was there anything you kind of learned from shooting your first World Series, kind of going into this? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's an experience that you can't really put into words unless you go through it. I mean, just because of the grueling nature of it. I mean, it is every day and you're shooting thousands of photos and you have to keep up you know and it's it's hard and you're traveling and um it's it's really grueling but and so i think it was just kind of having gone through that process once already i was mentally prepared for the amount of (laughs) just work and hours and lack of sleep that 
and it, do it. And it must just be a different environment environment because there's so much more media. Like on a regular season game in Fenway, there's probably, I don't yeah. know, how many photographers do you think are in Five there? or six, yeah. And in the World Series, how many do you think? We had over 50, I think. That's crazy. And it was one thing, because I was watching, when I was watching uh, when they won the World Series, I was actually looking on the camera, on the TV for you and Matt, and I was yeah. like, I want to see what they're shooting. And one thing that kind of stuck out in my mind is, you know how after they win, they always do the traditional, all the players on the mound? Yes. And I was watching, and I could see your face because all these photographers kind of swarmed in and you're like trying to get the shot uh, it looked pretty challenging it's, it's it's a wild situation like you're just out there with all the players all their family all the media and there's no rule like there are rules but it all just breaks down and it's just like a free-for-all and so it's like <laughs> Uh, just get what you can and try and keep your cool keep a cool head did you like going into that when you're did you kind of have a plan in mind okay if they win i need to get like try to get x y and z of like do i need to get the coach do you kind of have like mm-hmm. a list where you're trying to like find shit yeah i mean you you try out in your head with the understanding that you really no, don't know what's going to happen at the end i mean it could be like a diving catch in the outfield to end the game and win the world series you just don't know yeah but usually you're pretty you're pretty safe on the pitcher and catcher coming together yep you know jumping in the pitcher's arms and um that's what happened and then it's like as soon as that initial dog pile kind of you know breaks down then you run out there and get the wide angle and get yeah, what yeah. you can no it was really interesting and like did you have like one photo from this world series that you're like particularly proud of you think i know you had that badass photo of what was it uh was it, is it Benny? Is mm-hmm. it in the outfit? The catch. Yeah, that was a sick photo. Yeah, so that w- I think I was pretty proud of that one. Um, it was not the World Series, but I, yeah, I don't. The World Series, I don't know exactly what my favorite photo was. Maybe the end, you know, them mm-hmm. pitcher and catcher arm in, in each other's arms. It was fun. Yeah, definitely. And then once they finished the World Series, I saw you got to travel down to Puerto Rico with yeah. the coach. Uh, how was that experience? Wild. Uh, <laughs> This was our second trip down to Puerto Rico with with Alex this year, and both trips were down and back in a single day. So three hours on a plane down there, you're on the ground for three or four hours, and then three hours back, and it's a complete whirlwind. Um, But this one was amazing, you know, Puerto Rico with all they've been through with the hurricane and and the recovery. You know, Alex really has a a presence there, and for him to be able to bring the trophy back uh, was a a nice... uh, close to that story and um just just a wild experience i mean it was like a parade in the street with thousands of people and yeah the manager he seems like a pretty cool dude just like (laughs) he's unbelievable he's he's such a good guy and so down to earth and easy to talk to and um kind of makes everyone feel like they're a part of the team even if you're you know even if you're an employee like me everyone everyone you know has a purpose and he makes you kind of feel that that's good and he kind of he kind of gets what you're trying to do absolutely yeah that helps it sets the tone for everything that we're trying to do 100 percent. because i'm sure there's like old time baseball managers that don't give a shit about photos (laughs) absolutely (laughs) Uh, absolutely that's a nice breath of breath of fresh air that's cool and uh, do most major league teams do they all have like a staff photographer usually or is it kind of vary from like market to market most most now do have like a full-time staff photographer um some are still kind of on like a contract basis so you know they'll work for they'll come in for the games and the events and stuff but they're not there like in the office every day um, but i think as social media becomes more and more of a, of a priority um teams are moving toward the full-time staff photographer model which i think is great yeah it makes sense and do you travel like to the um out-of-town games at all during the regular season I'll, I'll pick a couple road trips a year maybe one or two series a year if it's a nice ballpark uh, you know somewhere we haven't been in a while or, or there's some sort of particular storyline that we want to get but 
Um, otherwise, no, there's so many games. It's just like we don't need that many pictures. And, uh, you know, it's you need your own time to <laughs> yeah. regroup, spend then, time with family. And I guess friends. with the out-of-town stuff, will they just kind of pull stuff from, like, Getty and things like that? Yeah, so, like, you know, first of all, we have relationships with pretty much all the team photographers. So if we need something, they're usually willing to help out. And then, of course, yeah, Getty and AP. We have oh, that's smart. As well. Scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. Exactly. That's how it works. We all, we all look out for each other. That's pretty smart. And, you know, one thing I was curious, being that you're like a staff photographer for the Red Sox, like, how does it work? Um, Do you own the rights to your photos? Can you, like, if you wanted to, like, license a photo to ESPN, Mm -hmm. how does that kind of work? So the Red Sox and MLB actually um, have the copyright, so I don't personally own them, but I do have um, an agreement set up with the team where I can file the pictures to Getty. Um, and then, you know, they, people can license them regularly through Getty as, as they normally would. Um, yeah, so it's a nice sense. opportunity for me. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That makes sense. Cause I, more and more like being like in commercial photography, a lot of the clients that I work with and it's tough, like they want like work for hire. Like it's so tough, man. It's really tough. Yeah. Cause I work for Liberty Mutual and it's the same thing. It's mm-hmm. just like, it's just like work for hire and it's tough. <laughs> it's really tough. Um, and, uh, one thing, obviously, like you started off, like you were with the Red Sox as I think like the staff photographer, and now you're like the manager of mm-hmm. photography for the Red Sox. Um, how did that kind of role change? What's like the new responsibilities kind of doing that role? Yeah. Um, well, it's a lot more administrative stuff in addition to the, to the shooting. So, um, you know, managing our staff, um, our staff photographer and our interns and our freelancers. Um, and then it's also just a lot more kind of planning with the marketing team as far as like our, our themes and our campaigns that we're going to be doing. Um, so it's just a lot of, a lot of extra stuff besides being on the field, you know, or, or with the guys shooting. Yeah, definitely. It kind of take you a while to get used to like managing all those people. Yeah, it takes a little, this was my first year doing it. Um, but you know, luckily I've, I've, um, been able to learn from some really great people. Um, at the Red Sox and the the previous staff photographer is actually still there, um, doing some amazing work in in virtual reality and 360 video now, wow. um, which is amazing stuff. But you know, I came up under him, uh, Mike Ivins, and you know, he taught me so much, not just about photo, but about you know the administrative stuff. And so I feel like it, you know, because of him, it was a very easy transition. That's cool. And like um, like you mentioned, you guys bring on what two interns a year? We do. Uh, how's yeah. that process? If like anybody listening wanted to like apply for an internship, how does that work? Yeah, so for anyone listening, we're going to uh, probably be announcing the 2019 internship uh, either this week or next week. It's hard to believe we're already kind of looking ahead, but um, the year flew by. But yeah, it'll be the announcement will be on social media. Um, really, you submit a, a portfolio of images and a resume, and um, we narrow it down from there. It's a very competitive internship. We probably get anywhere between three and five hundred applications um, every year, and. Uh, and but you know that being said it's a it's a fantastic opportunity i started as an intern um mm. and you just learn so much and it's not one of these internships where you're doing photo requests at a desk you're out there shooting 90 percent of the time wow. um shooting games shooting events doing portraits um our interns got to travel to la this year for the world series damn <laughs> so and you know they were there the every step of the way so um, it's a really awesome opportunity and, and a great portfolio builder um, and and also kind of an experience builder for, you know, whatever the next step would be after that. That's cool. And like when you guys are um, bringing on intern, what is it that you're looking for? Do you want like their portfolio to be mostly sports or mostly baseball or um, when you're 
generally bringing people on what is it you think you're looking for yeah a couple things we we like to see that people are shooting a lot like we don't like just like a couple pictures from a couple shoots you did on one or two days like we like to see that you're out there shooting every day every week and getting a, a good variety of stuff as far as baseball pictures personally like i could care less like if there were no baseball pictures in there I don't care as yep. long as you got good pictures. Yeah. I'd rather see a variety of great stuff, you know, sports, portraits, features, news, everything um, to show that you kind of have the capability to do, you know, different types of, types of things rather than just a portfolio of, you know, 20 or 30 baseball pictures that I look at every day. Yeah. You know, that makes sense. You just want yeah. someone who's got a passion for it and actually is shooting all the time. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. That's cool. And now that the season's over, like what are you kind of doing now? Like, obviously I talked about earlier, you were shooting some stuff for Tufts. Um, mm -hmm. Are you kind of this kind of freelancing once the season's over? Is yeah. There, is yeah. There... So it's a full-time job. So I'm still there, you know, every day just in the office but um yeah i try and freelance as much as i can and try and pick up you know whatever job really comes my way whether it's portraits or events um weddings news other sports like i kind of shoot everything yeah like, I saw i'll take you, anything that comes my way really i saw you shot a fucking badass wedding i think it was in france this year <laughs> it did yeah. it, it was sick yeah uh, it was at a chateau in uh, in normandy in france which was a wild experience but you know beautiful wedding and yeah it was a we took some vacation out of it afterwards and it was a nice opportunity no yeah. that, 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 they were great photos man anybody you can shoot a wedding man you can pretty much shoot anything in my mind absolutely it's they're, they're not easy for sure <laughs> yeah definitely and then i also saw i think you spent some time shooting wimbledon mm -hmm. um how was that experience amazing um yeah done done a couple couple tennis tournaments so wimbledon and the u.s open a couple times and indian wells out in uh, in california and a few other smaller ones um wimbledon is incredible i mean it's the pinnacle of tennis and um just the the grass and the all white outfits and you know it's it's a photographer's dream and i haven't been back in probably three or four years but i i uh, I'm, I'm looking to go back um this year ne or next year we're, we're going to be in london for the red sox yankees oh wow. and it actually backs right up into uh when the wimbledon starts next year so i'm looking to kind of combine those two into a uh into a nice little trip but wimbledon's wimbledon's awesome and i like doing the tennis stuff too that was cool so was that like an internship you did there or what was that, that no was it's just a freelance kind of for hire job uh working directly for the wimbledon uh web team so they you know they have they hire a team of photographers every year and that's cool how'd they find your work um through through the u.s open so i i, I did the u.s open a couple times and that kind of like tennis network worked itself out and um yeah got my name into the to the head of digital for wimbledon and um she liked my stuff and was lucky enough to bring me on for for a couple of years so. that's cool man and that's awesome is there like any different challenges to shooting tennis versus baseball or like any kind of unique challenges to shooting tennis that kind of well, it's kind of like and it's like the same as baseball it's like the same thing over and over again in a way like yeah but even more extreme like it's the same forehand and backhand 20 times in a in a minute you know or whatever and so it's like literally the same thing over and over again sometimes but you have to try and find ways to 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 make it different whether it's going up high or finding a clean angle or working the shadows or the light or you know something to to yeah. mix it up no that's cool man i saw you did i think you even did like some videos with roger federer yeah that yeah, was so done some good work with roger and um he's cool man i think as far as an athlete goes he's my favorite athlete to, oh, really? to shoot yeah why he's just kind of gets it like he, he, he gets what you're trying to do like he i mean he's done so so much of this stuff that you know he he's a pro at it but i think he's just kind of an iconic generational you know athlete and and uh 
I think his brand is is great. That's cool, yeah. man. And like with like the multimedia and video stuff, is that something you like doing a lot? Do you even get much time to do it, being that you're shooting so much with the Red Sox? Yeah, I, I do like doing it, and I think it's important to to be able to do both. Um, you know, photo and video, and um, I try and kind of keep up with the video. I think I I am decent at it, but I struggle through it more than than photo. Yep. Um, but that you know that doesn't stop me from keeping keep going with it and uh yeah i i really enjoy it it's a nice break from photo every once in a while no that's cool man and you know one thing another thing i forgot to ask is like being there shooting like sports and it's like action and some some of these big games especially like the world series and the playoffs and like you're in this environment where the crowd's going crazy and there's a lot of emotion and obviously you you probably want to see them win obviously how do you kind of focus yourself and block all that out because i feel like that's probably a main part of it because you don't want to get sucked into the emotion of the game mm-hmm. you're there to get the shot how do you kind of do that you think well i'm there for one job and that's to get pictures so mm. you know i try and i try and just block all of it out and i think if you do it long enough you you've been in enough situations where you don't get rattled by that type of stuff you mm. know it's just it's just you know you got to focus on doing your job and that and that's pretty much it um i do like you know, when we have a great crowd, like I do feed off that energy and, mm-hmm. you know, it helps get you through, a, you know, your sixth or seventh month of baseball, you know, or, or whatever it is <laughs> yeah. that you're doing, you know, any a football game, whatever, anything, the crowd, you know, kind of hypes you up. Yeah. Cause like how many, if you're like on a, a home stretch, like, will mm-hmm. you shoot every day or do you guys kind of take time? Do <laughs> you get a day off? <laughs> yeah. We, we try and, uh, you know, rotate it as much as we can just so we're not going crazy. Um, but there are times when it's seven, eight, nine, ten games in a row and you're doing all of them. Yeah. So man. It's just part of the deal. Yeah. That's cool, man. And I guess, um, start wrapping up. Like, are there like any sporting events that are kind of like on your bucket list to shoot anything that's kind of you looking forward to do? Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I have an interest in these like sporting events that could, like extend over a period of time. So like you know like Wimbledon's like a two week event. Or like I really want to do the Tour de France. Um, I would love to like travel the whole way through. You know, embedded with somebody and and do that. Um, the Dakar Rally, which is like a crazy like motorcycle truck race through oh, really? South America. Wow. That's like over a couple of weeks. Like things like that. The Olympics, of course, World Cup. Um, but I, I kind of have an interest in these like events that like tell a story. Yeah. Over a period of time rather than like one night. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can get interesting photos that way because it's not just an event. There's a lot of like down moments yeah. and it's like interesting Those stuff. Between sh- moments. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Oh, and mm-hmm. I forgot to, I forgot to ask shooting the parade. Mm-hmm. That seems like quite an undertaking. Is mm-hmm. that like, was it tough to shoot that? Because it's like so many players and there's like so many duck boats that all mm-hmm. the players are in the parade. How do you guys kind of cover all that? Yeah. Mobility is not. So, so I've shot two Red Sox parades and maybe two or three of the Patriots parades and the Red Sox parades I'm on the boat with the guys but the Patriots ones I've walked the route and I think honestly I think walking is is better you get better pictures if you're walking yep um but yeah we you can't cover it all so we just had i think we had six photographers for the parade so yeah, i think i saw on your instagram you were trying to find a way to get on a roof yeah. over, right did you end up finding a roof nah, i didn't find anything it's always hard like i always try and do it and it never really comes t- together because you only have like it's, two days to get it done and yeah. it's just hard you know yeah really other things going on no nah, definitely man i just got a photographer up there on the roof and you know she got the pictures <laughs> that's cool man and i guess uh been you've been doing this for a little while now like uh any, you got any goals for your photography moving forward anything you're kind of hoping to work on like, i think it's just um trying to not get pigeonholed into like 
I'm the Red Sox photographer. Like, yes, that is my full-time job, but trying to do as many other things as I possibly can and kind of not only be like known or recognized for the Red Sox work, but I really want to like develop my portrait work and work for other clients and, um, just be as well-rounded as I possibly can and, and, and not just baseball and that's the only thing i shoot hell yeah man yeah because like those portraits you just shot from tufts those are badass portraits Thanks. yeah how do you even have like time to market yourself when because the season so that must be pretty hard to like it yeah it's hard but i i think it's like a it's a very it's a very important thing for any photographer in my mind and i do you know i do make it a priority to to market myself as much as i can and um reach out to new people and find new connections and try and go after new clients so it's a it's an important difficult but important thing in anyone's career hell yeah man well uh billy man i can't thank you enough for taking the time to do this and i guess for uh people listening um where's the best place to check out your work yeah so you can follow on instagram uh it's at bj weiss 22 uh it's the same on twitter so post uh pretty much all my stuff up there perfect i'll link it and thanks so much man thanks so much appreciate it so there you have it that was the billy weiss interview I want to thank Billy so much for taking the time to come on the podcast. I really enjoyed hearing more about all his work with the Red Sox and how they kind of create all these interesting behind-the-scenes photos. Um, Definitely go check out Billy's website at billyweiss.com, as well as his Instagram at bjweiss22. Uh, He's always posting up new work and different things he's working on, so definitely go check that out. And as always, I'll be having weekly podcasts every Monday on iTunes, SoundCloud, as well as on my website, alexgagnephoto.com, and on my Instagram, at alexgagnephoto. Thanks so much for listening, and take care.